Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This show has done a great job of previewing all the win totals in college football. This is something that Cam is putting on rundown, and we really have gotten after it with the, a lot of teams. We're covering a lot of ground right now, even though the football season is still relatively far way away. You can never be too early. To some of these win totals. I mean, we gave out Louisiana Monroe yesterday. Come on, you know, and a lot of people people needed that. that. I saw a lot of people were receiving that uh, in a major way, PJ. So I'm glad you're on ULM now. Come on, of course I am. Come on, man. It's like asking me if I'm down with OPP. Come on, man. You know, I was thinking about that game more, Q. You know, in the third quarter, when Texas is up by 30, you know they're going to be resting players. You know that they're not going to want to get any targeting penalties yep. for the next game. So people sit out there. I mean, there's just so many reasons. Yeah, to I, like ULM. I love that play. I love that play. But I want to know what you like. With Oregon State this year. Oregon State, man. Their total is six and a half. Six and a half. The Pac-12 North is just pure chaos. Washington, Oregon, Washington State. All three of those teams have brand new head coaches. Stanford, not the program they once were. Mm -mm. Um, Cal, I mean, they haven't so much as shared a conference or division title since 2006. It's just utter and, and complete chaos. When you look at Oregon State this year in that six and a half, what are you feeling you would do with that number? Are you going over or under? Or is that a stay away for you as my Pirates do score? Sorry, PJ. Q, I'm going over on this one, man. Oh. You told me what's it going to take for me to fire away on a win total. Well, I'm telling you right now, I like this Oregon State team. Mm. Jonathan Smith, what he's building in Corvallis, man, I am loving it. He's in his fifth season now as the head coach at Oregon State. Last year, Q, they went 7-6 and six overall. They went 5-4 and four in the Pac-12. They lost their bowl game to Utah State. But what's crazy is they very easily could have gone 10-3. and If they would have beaten Cal, Colorado, and then they would have won their bowl game against Utah State, that's a 10-3 and football team. Yeah. I mean, they're right there from being like a having a really, really good season. They bring back their quarterback, Chance Nolan, who is he's almost like Nick Fitzgerald was at Mississippi State, like those old Dan Mullen quarterbacks that are big guys that run but are also effective passers in the college game. That's what Nolan is. They kind of have a uh, two-quarterback system sometimes, but he threw for 2,600 yards last season, 19 touchdowns. They do lose a couple receivers in the transfer portal, but Oregon State's done a good job the last couple years of really developing some depth in, in their roster in the offense, at the skill positions, so they should be okay. The O-line gets three starters back, which is good. And Hugh, last year, man, their secondary, they had four players in the honorable mention for all Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So that secondary was really playing well. Their safety, remember the name Jaden Grant. He's going to be a pro p- prospect. You're going to see him at the next level. He's a really good player. But I like Oregon State, Q. I like what they're building. You know, that's one of those places that's tough to play, too, late in the year. The Pac-12 after dark when it's rainy in Oregon in November. I look at this schedule, though. They got some interesting non-conference games to start the year. They're home against Boise State. And we know Boise's always a tough out. They're a great program. Then they're at Fresno. 
Fresno's really been doing some things the last couple of years. They mm-hmm. were in a bowl game last year. Those are going to be interesting games, Q. If Oregon State manages to get off to a 2-0 and start, I think your six and a half's a lock. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting them to go one and one, but if they get off to a two and zero start and then Montana State on deck in week three, they're going to go three and zero. I think you're in a good spot. I like the over two PG. I think I'm actually going to play this one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's as simple as what you just said. If Oregon State can get their quarterback situation get together, I think this offense can be just as productive as we've seen it function at before. Uh, I think their defense has the personnel to get better. Um, I think they have a lot of, like you said, a lot of very talented guys that have big play capabilities defensively uh, as well. At a minimum, I think we could see them in the bowl game. Yeah. And six and a half wins, I don't think is is far fetched as well. Like you said, one and one, two and zero start. The key is also starting fast. I think you have to. Yes. For all the moving parts that you have as a as a team on both sides of the ball, you got to get some confidence early. Uh, they haven't won an opener in their opening game since 2015. So you got to wow. be able to come out here and set a tone, and that's going to be one thing that's going to be huge uh, for this uh, this uh, Oregon State team is just setting that tone and, and knowing. I would have 2015 on the lockers of every single player in this locker room to let these guys know, like week one. Let's go in here and let's shock the world. Let's get, let's get the job done. Since 2015, you know, life was very different in 2015. And, you know, sometimes you start the season, right, when you have a streak like that. If they were to play Montana State week one and they win that and they snap that streak, it wouldn't mean much. But you're playing Boise. Kid. Right. I mean, Boise, we know, is a real team. That's a great program. You win that and then you go on the road and beat Fresno and then you take care of business against Montana State. You open up Pac-12 play and you're 3-0. and now you're cooking, man, yeah. because the rest of their schedule, they're going to win their home games against Wazoo, Colorado, and Cal. So that's six right there. And then the rest of their schedule, home against USC, at Utah, at Stanford, at Washington, at Arizona State, and home against Oregon. You got some coin flips in there, some rivalry games that could go either way. But like I said, Oregon State's one of the tougher places to play in the Pac-12 and with the kind of team that they have, if they can stay healthy and build off what they did last year, Q, this is going to be an eight-win football team. Nine-win football so. team, man. I think so. You also got to look at their defensive line, too. Like, they got some guys coming back. You got Isaiah Hodgins. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac Hodgins uh, comes back. He broke his foot uh, and missed the entire 21 season. Um, he's a three-year starter, so they get him back, too. They got some experience. I like the over on Oregon State this year. I'm with you, man. Uh, let's ride. Let's, I like I Is this like the Oregon first win, win total we've agreed on? I, I think I it like, might be. I think or at least the one that we've played. Official play. I think, you know, we both liked Arizona over. We were kind of leaning Cal over. But this one we both looked at, and we're like, I like the over, man. Yeah. Six and a half, I mean. And 40 to 1-2, I know you mentioned that yesterday, to win the Pac-12. Q, I'd sprinkle something on that as well, man. The Pac-12 is the one conference consistently in the Power Five where you can get some chaos. Yeah. I mean, Utah has now entered the mix as kind of the consistency along with Oregon and USC as teams to back in the Pac-12. But I feel like with all the buzz of USC and Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, it's really helped the odds of the other teams. Yeah. Because who in the national media is going to talk about Oregon State? Nobody's talking about Oregon Nobody, State. Nobody. I, mean, right? I mean, let's be honest. We're not talking about Oregon State. Of course. Unless Cam puts this on the rundown. <laughs> right. So nobody's talking about him. Therefore, the six and a half, I feel like we've, like, really looking at this, and I know you've done, you did your prep early. Same with me. I'm like, it kind of feels like the, the number's low. Yes. See, and that's the beauty. That also scares me a little bit, though, PJ. It does. It does. But Q, I really think it, it. What goes into it is the fact that sports book know sports books know 
that there aren't going to be people like us who do a dive deep into Oregon State. They're going to know that people are going to see USC and Hollywood and Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams and UCLA and Chip Kelly and Oregon and Utah, and everybody's going to gravitate towards those yeah. teams. Oregon State's not flashy. They're not sexy. They're Nobody not sexy at all. Them. I mean, who's who likes beavers? Like, have you ever seen a sexy beaver before? I mean, when they were when they were rocking with Jaquiz well, Rogers. Wait a minute, hold on. I said you ever see a sexy beaver before, and he says, "I mean." Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I seen a sexy. I was getting ready to talk about Jaquiz Rogers. Yeah, he's, that's the last time they were they were sexy. It was Oregon State. Been man. a long time. That's when you wanted to play for them. Yeah. But yeah, Dang, no, it's been some time. No sexy beavers. Keith. No sexy beavers. No sexy beavers. I didn't know what you were into, but I wasn't going to judge. <laughs> hey, sometimes a man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> sexy beavers. We'll take the over on the win totals. Uh, eight and a half, or excuse me, six and a half is a little low. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 